socialize with other people. Mm. Baka may makuha mm-hmm. kang kaibigan dun sa work. So, those are the things that can help you build friendships mm-hmm. and get you into a routine doon sa bagong right. environment. Welcome to Tara Let's Talk Podcast. The show that aims to share a Filipino's perspective on the ironies, the triumph, and the complexities of life. And being a Filipino expat. I'm your host, Belle. I'm Lynette. And ako si Mark. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode for the Let's Talk podcast. Itong topic natin today, you know, if you're new to the expat life, especially if you've never traveled before, parang first time mo pa lang, you are either experiencing or you're going to experience culture shock, di ba? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's correct. So for today, we're going to talk about some of the common symptoms of culture shock and paano i-identifying stages that you are in and ano yung mga tips to overcome it. For those who don't know, culture shock is basically when you move to a new place and you feel really overwhelmed and out of your element. It can really be tough kasi maraming, ano eh, maraming iba't ibang klase ng culture shock eh, di ba? Mm-hmm. Una, uh, yung way of living or yung way of life, paglipat mo dun sa bansa na nilipatan mo, syempre maraming nuances na hindi mo alam eh. Dito pumapasok rin yung culture, syempre dito mo ya-absorb kung ano yung bago dun sa culture na ng bansang pinapasukan mo or yung lugar na nililipatan mo ba. The other one is yung language, lalo na kung um, it's something na different rather than sunod sa nakalakihan mo. Even nga minsan English na kung saan ka lumipat na tinuro sa'yo mula bata ka, pagdating mo sa isang bansang talagang puro English yung pinagsasalita, medyo nakakaano pa rin eh. Na, teka, yung process, yung pag-process ng brain mo dun sa English minsan mabagal pa eh. Nung, lalo na nung, nung unang lipat ko rito naalala ko, kahit English yung sinasabi, mga siguro may posa kong 1 to 2 seconds to absorb exactly. yung sinabi niya. Ah, okay. Tapos, saka ako makaka-respond. Kaya parang sila, napapat- parang napapatulala rin sa akin. Parang, ah, teka, bakit ganito yung ano neto? Parang ako may, alam mo yung parang may tatlong data ko sa ulo. <laughs> Which is so weird kasi pag nanonood naman tayo ng movies, exactly. nag-English naman sila. Or yung, we're well, listening to, like, sa teachers na nag english we understand it's, them right it's away. It's different, eh, no? Pag-conversational tapos, talagang with the accent and stuff. Kasi siguro sanay rin tayo dun sa, um, hindi man natin aminin, pero yung Filipino-English talaga, hindi yung sinasabi natin na barok na Filipino-English. May Filipino-English na walang accent, yung accentless. Yeah. Di ba? Yung parang, alam, alam, al- yeah. for sure sa mga listeners natin at kayo, alam nyo yung sinasabi ko na yung accentless na English. Pag ganun yung English, okay lang eh. Mabilis mong ma-absorb kasi yun siguro yung naririnig natin mula bata tayo eh. Alam mo yun na yung sa environment natin, that's how it's said and that's how it's pronounced. Unlike talagang pag nasa bago kang lugar, completely. Mabilis kasi, kasi sila magsalita. Mabilis na minsan they eat their words eh. Yeah, may mabilis, meron ding mabagal. Oo. Although meron talagang may mamimit ka na talagang very eloquent magsalita. Mm-hmm. Yung talagang Maiintindi. isang salita niya palang maintindihan. Yeah. Pero meron minsan talagang parang Uh, parang minsan kala mo, teka, English ba yung sinabi niya? And not just <laughs> that, 
yung mga word, may mga words silang ginagamit or mang, yung jokes. Depende sa lugar eh. Kasi parang uh, pag, alimbawa, for sure in New York, may mga slang sila dyan na iba sa dito sa Florida. May mga slang rin sila dito sa Florida na minsan hindi mo rin maintindihan agad. Yeah. Pag, lalo na pag hindi ka dito nalaki, kumbaga. Mm. Kasi mayroong ganyan, ah, walang pumapasok sa isip ko ngayon, pero may mga words ako na, papa, teka, ano to? Kailangan ko pa i-search minsan sa internet para maintindi. Ah, okay. Ito pala yung sinasabi nila. Mm-mm. Parang ganon. Ako, oh, tinatanong ko na right away, what do you mean by that? Ganon, they explain it to me. Kasi before, quiet lang ako. Even if, I, I don't, kung kailan ko naiintindihan, they've moved on to a different conversation topic. or topic. Yeah. So parang, na no no huli ako sa pinag-uusapan nila mm-mm, so i can't mm-mm. really react i just smile at them mm-mm. hindi ako nakakapag-converse sa kanila ng maayos not like now na i got mm-mm. used to it yeah pero mm-mm. pag even asawa ko sometimes he will say something or even nandito yung anak niya nag-uusap sila and then of course i'm part of the conversation pag meron ako hindi naiintindihan i would ask them kasi syempre mm-hmm. Sometimes they would talk about things na pinagdaanan na nila and I don't understand. Right. And then my word pa na hindi ko maintindihan or my place pa na hindi ko alam. I would directly ask them, what is that? I don't I don't know that. Mm-hmm. I can't relate because I don't know that. Tama, tama yun. Actually, that's a very good uh, advice kasi uh, at least right there and then yung ano mo, yung understanding and vocabulary mo is is widening kumbaga kung ano yung lalo na dun sa nilipatan mong lugar. Ang mm-hmm. uh, iniisip ko nga paano pa kaya yung sa mga lugar na hindi mo talaga naiintindihan na like halimbawa let's say uh, Japan or let's say uh, other countries yeah. na European countries na. So what more de ba yung nararamdaman mong culture shock? Yeah. There's the new societal rules. Ito maipapasok ko to sa it could be like a written and unwritten law eh. Mm. Diba? They're both, st- yung, yung written law, yun, mas madali mong maintindihan yun kasi parang pag nagbasa ka ng rule book or ano, more or less the written law is, although there are some written laws na sa bansa mo, legal sa ibang bansa, hindi legal. So, alam mo yun, you have to be very thorough rin para, para mo maintindihan. Pero, Ang uh, sa tingin ko mas mas nakaka-culture shock yung unwritten law eh. Example na naisip ko dito yung pag pumunta ka sa Japan, pag nasa subway ka, 'di ba? Everyone is tahimik. Hindi nagsasalita, hindi walang madal tapos they don't even answer their cell phones, they put it on silent. Mm. Na parang pag sa pumunta ka sa Pilipinas, pag nasa train ka, okay lang eh. Na alam mo yun na pwede ka makipag-usap sa telepono, pwede kang mag-ano. Pero for them ata, it's very rude pag ganun. Mm-hmm. This is according to Paolo from Tokyo. I don't know if you watch him sa YouTube. I, yeah, so, I watch him sometimes. Ayan, si Paolo de Guzman. So, kasi pinapalo ko yun. So, yun, yun yung mga nakikita kong mga unwritten laws na mas mahirap. Ano, kasi you learn that by experience eh. Diba kung kailan lang mangyari sa'yo, doon mo lang, ay, teka, nakaka, na, alam mo yun, parang naka, 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 nakabastos na pala ako or whatever. Mm-hmm, that's true. So, factor na nagkakos ng culture shock, ito lahat ng umalis sa kanilang bansa, experiences this, is to miss the food that you eat. Kasi, most likely dun sa nilipatan mo, wala dun yung mga ingredients. Well, hindi naman sa wala. Pero there are ingredients na wala na kahit gusto mong magluto, hindi mo maluto. 
<clears throat> Kaya nung una dito sa uh, ano yung kalamansi, 'di ba? Wala ang hirap humanap dito ng kalamansi at pagkamahal-mahal, 'di ba? Kaya kami nagtanim kami ng kalamansi eh. Saan ka kumuha ng seeds? Ah, yan ang hindi ko alam kasi itong kalamansi na to galing dun sa father-in-law ko na mm-hmm. meron na siya nung puno. So binigyan niya na lang kami nung parang anong tawag diyan? Yung mga binhi. Oo, nung binhi. So nung tinanim namin. Oh, so okay. yan, may kalamansi kami. Ikaw, saan ka kumuha ng kalamansi? Yung bottled na kalamansi sa Filipino ah, store. Okay, may yung frozen. Oo. <laughs> kasi walang nabibiling kalamansi fresher. Pero ganun pa rin ba? Ganun, ganun pa rin. Sa... Uh-huh. So, yun nga, na-mention nga ni Mark. Mark mentioned about the, yung factors causing the culture shock. Now, ngayon, pag-usapan naman natin yung stages ng culture shock. Kalain mo yan, hindi ko alam may stages Kaya pala. nga. Kasi parang, ano nga eh, nung nabasa ko tong talking points na to, parang tinitignan ko siya, ay, similar siya sa ano? Saan? Sa relationship. Ah, okay. Okay, alright. Kanyari, yung meron ka nakilala ka nun, nandun yung excitement stage, ba diba? Excitement. Kilig yan, diba? Oo. Oh, kilig. Oh. kilig yan eh. Kilig. Oh, oh, kilig. kilig yan yung eh. Yung mga kilig stage na parang pag pumunta ka sa isang lugar, uy, na-excite ka na pa, uy, bago. Kasi syempre, diba pa tayo pag parang when we go to a certain place na hindi natin, kumbaga yung bago, bago sa atin, talagang parang nasa yung, yung ano eh, nafe-feel mo na parang, uy, ang ganda naman dito. Parang ka nasa disco, no? Oo. Euphoria. Oo. Ako niya. Napag-ahalataan yung age. Kaya nga, ano ba naman yan? <laughs> Luma-luma. But anyway, like you were saying, Lynette, ito yung parang ano eh, yung stage na naaalala ko pa when I first got here, na yung parang everything is so new, it's so exciting. Parang you feel like a tourist kasi makita mo yung mga structure, you'll compare it to home, tapos ay, ang ganda naman ito, and then if you're gonna go somewhere, you'll get excited, yung ganoon. Yeah. Naninibago ka kasi may, may something new eh, di ba kahit saan ka naman pumuntang bago, masaya. Hmm. Tapos, ang second stage is yun nga, yung, yung shock. Natapos ka na dun sa excitement stage mo. So, nawawala na yung excitement mo. So, parang ikaw naman, yung shock stage na yan, or yung frustration stage na yan, parang ina-analyze mo na sa sarili mo na, ganito ba talaga to? Mm-hmm. Nagsisink in na sa yung reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, sa akin, ang dating sa akin yan yung parang ano eh, kaya ako na-frustrate nun kasi... Yung mga dati mong nagagawa sa nung nasa Pilipinas ako, may mga hindi ka magawa rito eh. Parang yun nga yung sinasabi ko na kaya ka ka ma-frustrate kasi parang hindi mo pa alam kung paano diskartehan ba. Yeah, tapos at the same time, like in our case, I can't remember kung kailan ako na-frustrate. Basta I know that parang roller coaster of emotions kasi I don't have any friends here. Tapos wala yung support system ko. The only support system I have here is my husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Siyempre, pag nag-away kayo ng asawa, kasi no marriage, it's perfect, di ba? So pag nag-away kami ng asawa ko, kaaway ko yung support system ko. I get so frustrated na ang una iniisip ko, uuwi na lang ako. I will go back home kasi things here are like this. At least in, at mm-hmm. home, meron akong ganyan. ganyan yeah. Ganyan. So you get really frustrated. Parang magsising ina talaga sa ina, parang, oh shucks, this is reality. Na parang na-excite ka ng pagdating mo, na akala mo it's gonna be like this forever, which is, sorry, hindi pala, may hangganan siya. Diba? Kasi nasanay ka na eh, dun yeah. sa mga bagong, yung kumbaga, yung, yung the things na excited ka about, wala na eh, parang nag-plateau na yung excitement yeah. mo na. Nasanay ka na eh, na, na kumbaga, anong tawag dun? Uh, 
Kalimutan ko yung term sa Tagalog. Yung parang... English mo na. Parang nanawa. Nasuya ka na yon Nasuya ka na. Parang ganun. Nanawa ka na. Pwedeng dun mo lang na start ma-realize yung mga differences ng Mm-mm. bansa kong nasaan ka compare sa bansa mo. Oo. Doon naman dadating yung acceptance na parang okay. Hindi pala to ganito. Parang oh, reality check. Wala na pala ako sa Pilipinas. Kailangan na mm-hmm. nandito na pala ako sa ibang bansa. Andito na pala ako sa new home ko. So, I have mm-hmm. to accept kung ano yung meron dito. You need to adapt na. Yung sa akin, dyan ang pinakamatagal yung acceptance. Sinabot ako ng more than one year to to really accept and to adapt. Magkasunod yan halos eh, yung acceptance and adaptation eh. After kasi ng acceptance, doon na magiging papasok yung adaptation. Pero yun sa akin, ang tagal dumating, kumbaga mga, siguro dahil nga, feeling ko may advantage yung wala ka masyadong support system kasi mas mabilis yung acceptance. I think, I don't know. Pero sa akin kasi, since yung support system, kumbaga, nung dumating ako dito, marami ring Pinoy na kaibigan. Siguro parang mas matagal yung transition ko kasi parang may mas nasasandalan ako. Tama ba? Pwede. I don't know. Ako kasi... I don't really know kung nasa acceptance or adaptation stage na ako kasi I still feel na I still wanna go back home. Doon pa rin ako titira yung ganun. Even up to now? Yeah, we actually, we, we ended up discussing about permanently living in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Yung ganun. But Mm-mm-mm-mm. then when I thought about it, like, I don't want him to have to no, move kung hindi naman siya masaya doon. You know what Mm-mm. I mean? If it, it's Mm-mm. something that he doesn't want to do. Kung, kung baga, kung para sa'yo lang. Yeah. Yung ginagawa niya for you, okay. Yeah, I think ako, nasa frustration yung stage 2 ni Lynette na sinasabi niya na shock or frustration was during the COVID time. Kasi mm-hmm. doon, ang dami kong angst, ang dami kong frustration. Like, why is your country like this? Why are Americans like this? What's wrong with your people? Yung mga ganyan. Mm-hmm. So, feeling ko, nandun pa lang ako sa stage 3 na sinasabi ni Lynette, which is the acceptance. Hmm. Even though I feel like I may have adopted already, kasi nasanay ka na with a lot of things here, but I don't think I'm still, I'm already in the stage for an adaptation. That's the big question is like, how would you know that you're in stage four already? Right? Mm-mm. For me, parang I can say na, I'm the adapting, you know, I'm just going with the flow, pero alam mo yun, parang reality check, nag-adapt na ba talaga ako dito sa kinatatayuan ko? Alam mo yun, di ba? Mm-hmm. If you're gonna ask me, I think you and Mark have already adopted. Because when you said, like, how do you know you, you're, you've really adopted? Like, if you are already comfortable with where you live in, mm-hmm. integrate ka na, meaning you have more friends or, you know, you can do things on your own. May routine ka na rin dyan. Yeah. You don't feel isolated anymore. So I feel like that's when you have fully adopted. Ako, na-realize ko na naka-adapt na ako rito nung umuwi ako. unang uwi ko sa Pilipinas. Mm. Nung unang uwi ko sa Pilipinas, okay, nakauwi ako, saya ako, ganyan, ganyan. Uh, Siyempre, yung mga na-miss mo lahat. Ito, nung nakabalik ka dito sa sarili mong bahay, pagbalik mo dito sa US ulit, nung pagbalik mm. ko dito sa ano, nung humiga ako dun sa kama, kama mo talaga, iba, iba yung pakiramdam na parang, ay, kama Alam mo yun, yung parang, uy, kama ko to, parang, uy, yung nakahulma yung katawan ko dito sa, sa kutsyo na to, parang ganun. Dun ko na, ah, oo nga, okay, sige, parang medyo, parang feeling ko nandito na yung, yung tinatawag mong home. Kasi yung comfort nung katawan mo, nung pagkabalik ko dito, iba'y parang, ah, nakarelax ako. 
feeling ko, baka, oy, baka nga, naka-adapt na ako. Mm-hmm. Parang ganyan. Pero I felt that when I went to LA. Kasi di ba binisita ko si mami sa LA before the lockdowns ng COVID. Then right. supposedly, I was gonna go to the Philippines. Hindi lang ako natuloy dahil sa COVID. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back here. Ang feeling ko is like it felt good to be home. But I think it's because I was staying in an Airbnb. Iba pa rin kasi pag sa sarili mong bahay. Of course. Mm. But maybe I'm close to adopting kasi I'm planning a visit sa Philippines by Yan. next year. And then when I think about it, parang, what am I gonna do when I'm there? Alam mo yun, parang, sasabihin ni Kevin, you go see your family. It's not like every day you're gonna see them or you're gonna go out daily. I feel like, what am I gonna do when I go there? <laughs> yung parang ganun yung iniisip ko. Kaya parang may, maybe I'm close to adopting na rin. Because I don't feel really so isolated anymore. Don't get me wrong, ha? comfortable ako sa bahay. Doon sa bahay sa Pilipinas, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Pag, sobrang comfortable. Kasi doon ka tumira for, for the, the longest, longest time, time yes. diba? So comfortable ako. Wala akong, wala akong ano. Pero, yun nga, yung realization lang na pagbalik mo dun sa sarili mong bahay dito na kung saan ka yung araw-araw na ano, may ano eh, may sense of relief. Not yeah, really, it's good to be back home. Yun, yeah. parang ganun eh. Parang yeah. sa bahay na ako. Parang ganun. So, yeah. yeah. I guess I would know pag nakabalik ako after a vacation. Yeah. yeah, you would know that one. You would know talaga kung na-overcome mo na ba yung culture shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like what Lynette said, there are four stages to culture shock. Stage one is yung excitement. Stage two is yung shock, which is yung, andun yung frustrations, andun yung mga, yung mga questions mo, yung mga hinanayin mo, yung mga inis mo, yung doubts mo. Para ka nag-asawa. Exactly. Tama ba itong ginawa ko? I should, maybe I should just move back home. Yung ganun. Yes. Tapos ang cranky mo sa stage na yan. Exactly. Ang cranky mo sa stage na yan. Yes, correct. Tapos yung stage 3 naman, yung acceptance. And then the last stage is the adaptation, which is the stage mm, 4. Yung pagtanggap ba? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then how do you deal and overcome yung culture shock? Ano yung mga effective ways to help you kapag nakaka-experience ka ng culture shock? Honestly, when I thought about yung culture shock before, di ba minsan sasabihin natin, oh, culture shock, you don't realize, you think it's just something like a simple thing. Mm-hmm. When we were planning this episode, I didn't, realize that culture shock can be such a big thing na pwede kang magkaroon ng mental health issue because of it. You, you can get depressed eh. Lalo na dun sa, yung sa shock stage. Yung, yun nga, yung napag-usapan natin yung ang cranky mo na lahat talaga ng feeling mo lahat nun kaaway mo eh. Oo. Oh. Totoo yun. I actually went to the part na I was feeling I was in a depressed stage. Andun na yung Ang dami mong problema, may mga pinagdadaanan ka, there are problems back home. Ito pa ha, pag may f- yung family mo have problems back home yeah. na matindi and you can't even do anything, you are not there, isa pa yung stress factor sa'yo eh. Tama. Yung iniisip mo, you're so far apart from your family and you can't be there for them. That's true. Mm-hmm. So ano ba yung mga ways to help somebody who's going through a culture shock? Una, you have to keep connected. Wag mong i-face alone yun. Yeah. I did that. Lalo na ako, very independent ako. Talk to your family. Uh, keep connected with them. Make them understand. Kahit if you think that they're not gonna understand, explain your situation to them. Better than they can help you keep motivated. Like when I told my brother na I'm going through a tough time and they said, we support you, we understand. 
kami nang bahala. We'll tell them if you don't want to talk to them or something like that. Eh, kahit yung mga small things lang na ganun, it, positive reinforcement helps eh. Yung kahit na sabihin mong it's words, yung words na yun have power eh. May dating yun eh. Kahit na sabihin mong sinasabi mo lang. Pero the fact na naririnig mo, nagiging support for you yun eh. Oo. Lalo na if you're like, if you're an expat and you're listening to us and you move abroad because for your partner, if you keep it to yourself, if you don't tell your partner what you're feeling, there's a possibility na you would resent your partner or in fact, it's also your decision, di ba? And also na rin sa mga partner that do not understand the other person for their feelings, kung bakit may mm-hmm. mga angst lang ganun. Try to understand where it's coming from. I think for you, mas pronounced compared to mine kasi syempre, yung wife ko, dumaan rin dun sa ganun stages eh. So she understands. I don't know kung syempre, yung asawa mo, yung husband mo is taga dito eh. So, paano yung naging ano nyo nun? Well, actually sa kanya, he understood kasi, di ba from Hawaii siya? Right, Even right. if Hawaii is part of the US, it's still completely different there than yeah. dito sa mainland. So, pinagdaanan niya rin when they had to move here sa mainland because he has a Navy. He also experienced, although he, it's not as probably as worse as mine kasi when he moved here, he's already married. So, andito na, uh, kasama niya na si Amy and then they're like planning a family. But there's still the part na sila, pati even si Amy, kasi syempre, si Amy is from, uh, Amy is my husband's ex-wife, so sa Hawaii din siya. So most likely, she also felt like she had to move, she had to leave family behind, yung ganong feeling. So, so he understands what I'm feeling. But mm-hmm. more likely, he, I don't really know, but he just said that when I explained to him what I'm going through, Sabi niya lang na I'm just here, you know, if you want to talk to somebody, if you want to see like a professional help, andun siya naka-support siya. Which is good naman that I have a really supportive husband. Yeah. And then aside from that, you can also try and attend cultural events and be social. I know not everybody is katulad ko. I'm an introvert. I'm not extroverted. So means that you'd rather just stay at home but that's the thing if you're going through a culture shock or you're going through a lot of these feelings i would suggest to try and socialize yeah yeah kasi ang hira pag ikaw lang nandun sa bahay even if it's with the filipino community if it'll help then do that or even if you know just try to go to the mall and Ang hirap kasi makipagkaibigan kapag medyo may edad ka na nonetheless, you're, there's a lot of Filipino community around, di ba? Sa akin, malaking nakatulong yung siguro when I got here. Uh, eh, alam nyo na may ako mag-basketball, di ba? Laking tulong rin siguro yung basketball with the Filipino community kasi almost everyday na no, nakaka-basketball ako with, with Filipinos na nandito. So, it, it was a big... Um, uh, it's a big help, kumbaga. Kasi parang it's some form of sanity. Kasi nung nasa Pilipinas, lagi ako naglalaro eh. So ngayon, nung paglipat mo dito, nagagawa mo pa rin siya. Tapos at the same time, it helps you adjust eh. Kahit na nung sabihin mo. Kasi may outlet ka ba, kumbaga. Yun yung some form of sanity mo eh. Actually, dyan papasok yung adv- advice ko na to pursue your hobbies or fine mm-hmm. work. Even if you move to a different country, you can still continue kung ano yung mga hobbies mo that you Totoo. do back home. 
like you, you said you do basketball. Ako naman, I try to, kasi photography yung hili ko, I'd like to Mm-mm. go out Tama. and do some photography. Mm-hmm. So what my husband and I would do is like, we'd go somewhere, wait for sunset, and take pictures. Uh-oh. And then pa yun, at the same time, you appreciate the place na ang ganda pala dito sa Amerika yeah. pag ganito Uh-oh. rin ganyan. Na-expose ka eh. Na-expose ka. Yeah, exactly. Ikaw, Lynette, nun, when you move to, si Lynette, kasi nag-move yan una, di ba, sa Saudi? Oo. English-speaking ba doon sa Saudi? No. Not all. English naman, pero majority, they speak Arabic. Yeah, tapos, you didn't want to move at first, diba? So, I would think din na ang dami mo rin pinagdaanan na emotions. Nun. Oo naman. Marami talaga. Uwi-uwi ka ba? Oo. Uwi-uwi ako nun. Pero, alam mo yun, parang, <laughs> pero syempre, alam mo yun, iniisip ko na, oh, grateful na rin naman ako dahil kasama ko naman yung family ko dun. Hindi naman ako yung, mm-hmm. hindi naman ako yung umalis na parang wala akong kasamang pamilya. But the good thing about that, kumbaga kasi nga, yung, yun nga, yung hobbies, sinusuportahan naman din ako ng parents ko noon. Right. Alam niya naman noon na mahilig akong kumanta-kanta, di ba? Tapos, eh, syempre, uh, eh, that time, my father is uh, president siya ng isang Filipino community doon sa Saudi. So, syempre, alam mo naman, pag, kanyari, may mga ganitong event-event na kailangan nila na ang, ng ang singer. singer, alam mo na, tatay ko, bibida, oh, yung anak ko, ganito. <laughs> Eh, di ba, yung nasa Pilipinas ka, may routine ka, di ba? Yes. Na ito ang ginagawa mo pagka uh, umaga, tanghali ka. So, ako noon, pag tanghali, nandun ako na itbulaga. I, I know na, banggit ko na to doon sa, sa ano natin. Pinapanood ko yung replay ng itbulaga sa YouTube. Pinapanood ko ng alas 12. Pinapanood ko siya ng talagang oras niya sa Pilipinas. Kung, ay, kung oras niya sa dito. Kumbaga, so that, that, that yung episode nung day before, pinapanood ko ng 12 in the afternoon. Kasi diba, delayed tayo ng 12 hours sa uh, ano eh. So yun, so parang some sort of ano ba, um, familiarity. Yeah, you think that helped you? Oo, naka, nakatulong yun. Kasi lalo na pag bago ka sa, sa isang lugar, yung totally, ayun nga, fish out of water ka eh. Kung pag parang masasabi mo yun, na pati yung palabas sa TV unfamiliar sa'yo, parang nakakadagdag ng stress ba? And, unlike pag may something familiar kang nahahawakan or nakakapitan or routine na nagagawa ka, parang ah, at least uh, may form of sanity ka bagang nahahawakan for the time being. Tapos ito pa, if, if you move na he did not move for work, mm. like our case, we were right. petitioned. Tama yun. So pagdating mo doon, Uh, the next day, your partner will be gone kasi they have to go to work. So, ikaw lang mag-isa doon. So, mm-hmm. doon talaga papasok yung loneliness na doon mo ma-feel eh, the more. Tapos, kung umaga sa U- dito sa US, like sa atin, umaga sa US, tulog yung nasa Philippines. So, you can't bug them to talk Tama. to them. Hindi ka, hindi ka man pwede tumawag. Diba? Yun yung, uh-huh. ano, yun yung worst moments eh. Yeah, yeah. yeah naalala ko yun. Kasi syempre, hindi ka naman makatawag kagad. Dahil iba-iba yung time, time, anong tawag dyan? Time zone. Yes, time yeah. zone. So, my, my last advice naman with the, uh, paired with the hobbies is if you are able to like meron ka ng paperwork you you can do it find a job you know get a work kasi yun din yung way for you to be occupied Tama tapos mas matututukan you can also um socialize with other people baka may makuha kang kaibigan dun sa work so those are the things that can help 
you build friendships and get you into a routine doon sa bago mong environment. True, true. That's yeah. True. So those are my advice. So in conclusion, in conclusion, uh sa akin uh, ang advice ko wag mong madaliin. Let it settle in kasi pag minadali mo lalo, you can't trust yourself eh kasi it's a process eh. Yun na, sinabi ni Lynette, it's stages. It's a process. You can't trust na Uy, acceptance na ako kagad. Di man pwede yun, di ba? For me, in my case, masasabi ko siguro it took me maybe on the second year, at least half of the second year before I really felt na parang, uy, nandito na ako. Na alam ko na pag-usapan na natin in previous episodes. That's, for me, that's how long it took. Masasabi kong I was able to kind of adjust. Mm-hmm. So, yun lang. My advice in conclusion is don't trust it. Mm-hmm. Just go with the flow. Do the things that you normally do na parang to help you cope and everything will follow eh. Yeah. Parang ganon. Yeah. That's my two cents on the on on the topic. For me naman, you just have to give yourself space na para at least i-process mo yung nangyayari dun sa surroundings mo. Di ba nga there's a saying mm-hmm. na parang it's okay not to be okay. Yes. Don't be too hard on yourself. Yun nga, yung sina- katulad ng sinabi ni Mark, Huwag kang mag-jump up sa, okay, andito na ako, sa acceptance stage. Kasi parang pilit eh. Alam mo yun, parang hindi siya natural. Kumbaga, kung pipilitin mo yung sarili mo sa certain thing na hindi ka naman, kumbaga parang nararamdaman mo na wala ka pa doon. Alam mo yun. Mm-hmm. So, don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. Mababaliw ka pag ganun, pag minamadali mo. But yun nga, if you're listening now and you are going through it, you're entitled to all these feelings eh. Whether Tito. you're lonely, you're feeling homesick, don't feel guilty for feeling this way. Yes. It's totally normal to go through this process. All expats, immigrants go right. through it. Deal with it. They deal with it. We deal with it. We dealt yes. with it. Parang kumbaga. I think the only difference that for us na na petition, because the three of us then moved to a new country for work. I think the mm. difference with from the OFWs are they yeah, got a may job. Na kagad sila. Yeah. Lastly, like I said, we even we did not know how much a culture shock can affect a person pala mentally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pwede palang matindi yun. So, over time, if you feel more and more depressed, two years na, three years na, five years na, and you're still so depressed, please, maybe it's time for you to seek medical professional help. There, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's okay to open up to your family and friends, to the people you trust, but there's also professional people that can actually help with your situation. And this time, it might not be your family and your friends. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that's it. We've pretty much said everything. And lahat naman ding mga shiner namin sa inyo are all our experiences. Kung nakikinig ka and magmove ka pa lang, these are all the Awareness. things Awareness. Yeah. Yes, at least you know what to expect na kahit pa paano. Mm-mm. So don't forget to follow us wherever you stream our podcast and para makakuha rin kayo ng mga tips and advices on living an expat life. Right. Thank you for listening to us and it's a wrap guys. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Bye. 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 Bye.